It is the 24th of April 2021. Welcome to the news around Uganda. My name is Doreen Nabanja. Government has abandoned the proposal to impose a road license fee on vehicles in the country and instead introduced 100 shilling tasks on fuel. Early April, a number of tax bills were tabled before Parliament, including the introduction of an annual road license fee of 200,000 shillings on motor vehicles and 50,000 shillings on border borders. The Minister of State for Planning, David Bahati, told the Parliament Finance Committee that they have dropped the tax because of a system to monitor its implementation. Bahati says they expect to collect 196 billion shillings from the 100 shilling fuel tax. We have adjusted on the license fees. Uh, we are, after listening to the committee members and also the stakeholders, we have uh, repressed the license fees uh, with an indirect tax of a modest 100 shillings on fuel per liter to be able to finance the critical expenditures of our budget, mainly the vaccines for COVID. Bahati has also informed the committee that they have dropped the 70,000 shillings proposal per kilo of fish more exported out of the country and they will instead charge 10% the value. The, on the fish more, we have made some little adjustments from 70,000 per kilogram to 10% because this will be uh, uh, fair, equitable and also very easy uh, to monitor and collect. Government in the same way has introduced a tax of 100 shilling per kilogram of wheat flour imported in the country, a measure of particularly aimed at discouraging the importation of wheat flour. Let's head to Gulu where two schools have been found flaunting Ministry of Health directives regarding COVID-19 and ordering to send learners back home immediately. It is an operation launched by the Gulu Resident City Commissioner Stephen Nsubuga Bewayo to close schools that are teaching pupils who are supposed to stay at home, following the standard operating procedures to stop the spread of COVID-19 pandemic. The other, the other classes is okay, but these lower classes we can also stop in class Lego. So what I've done, I've sent away those the, the classes officially and uh, I've sent the children away and I've cautioned uh, never to open again those classes. And the morning all the other schools that whether you like it or not, we are going through it there. If you have opened classes, we can also put it there. The advice I'm giving you if I arrive there is... Bewire stormed Queen of Matters, Moonlight and Mount Olive Good Shepherd Primary Schools in Laibi Badesh Division and found learners in Nursery Primary 1, Primary 2, 3 in class and those in upper classes had no mask. Olive Mwaka is the director of Mount Olive Good Shepherd Primary School. Because we are using our assets, we are using schools, we have taken loan and it is not easy to account to parents when we are like this. I guess I'll advocate to the government and lastly I want to thank the government for the tireless effort he has been making to make sure he rescued the life of the Uganda. Uganda has hit the 1 million mark of COVID-19 tests, but those turning out positive are soaring. As of Friday, April 23rd, stood at 40,734 total causes of the virus, of which 15,147 have successfully recovered, but with 334 unfortunate deaths recorded. And knowledge is power. Laxity among many Muslim faithful in Katakwi district has limited them from attaining Islamic education, especially knowing how to recite the Holy Quran. Quranic schools, madrasa are not attended and growth of the Islamic religion has slowed down. It is in the madrasas that they could be taught how to read, interpret the holy book and write Arabic.
Ratib Oron, the Muazin, who calls people to prayer in Katakwi Town Council, observes Muslims that they are not performing the obligatory prayers to fulfill fasting during Ramadan. Sheikh Abdul Razak Koluo, the district chairperson of the Muslim community in Katakwi, is worried about the future without religiously educated leaders. When you tell a child to go to school or maybe to have this spiritual education like for us Muslims going to the madrasa to have that uh, education or to attain Islamic education, the child may not really understand you and may not even abide by what you are saying as a parent, a religious leader, stakeholder. Because you are not living, you are not showing him, you are not showing her, you are not showing them the rightful path to go. To me personally, I think this world driving our people from the rightful path to athlete whereby everyone is running up and down looking for a source of getting money. And I think these are the major challenges now affecting what? Our development in Islam in terms of attaining Islamic education. In a time to come, we may not have another religious leader who is educated. For us who are a little bit educated in Islamic education, we are not more than 10 people. Meanwhile, the mayor of Kumi Municipal Council has cautioned people against unnecessary sale of land. Richard Ochom cautioned residents who are selling their land at cheaper prices, yet some of those have alternative ways to generate the income. Ochom was speaking on a radio interview when he advised locals to sell off their land when it is the last option for important emergencies like seeking treatment. He has called on clan leaders to regulate the sale of customary land. But not selling. A person goes, you know, to begin contributing, beginning to eat like there is no tomorrow. These are issues we have been advising our people. That good things are still ahead. And this municipality, it has policies, full of policies. So I want my people to be very careful when they are handling issues of land. Me as a leader, my obligation to give you a piece of advice. You take it or you leave it. But I want also to call upon the clan leaders that please let us come into these issues. Because tomorrow it will be our people still to cry. So let us try to regulate. Let us try to control. Let us try to advise. Let us try to sensitize for the good of our children. Because it will be the children and the women who will suffer. Some of the people are selling, even women don't know. Clan leaders don't know. When you're selling, Maybe sell and go and buy outside land, but not pocketing the money. Then you begin eating like there is no tomorrow. Michael Akol, the county chairperson, Igwarai clan wants bylaws to be followed strictly. People who sell land forcefully from their parents because they're willing to buy luxury things. I can't deny that one. But on my side as a clan leader, we have a bylaw which says a customary, a customary land should not be sold without the knowledge of the clan. And there should be a given reason why somebody is to send land. In my clan, we all agreed as a clan that a customary land land should remain a customer land for those ones who are present those ones who are coming and for those ones who are not yet seen we still get to that land as a state of our grandparents i am advising in a community not to target the land for solving any problem which is not any let us look for other avenues of getting money to solve luxury life for land let us utilize it and if we carry those ones coming the other 
Meanwhile, the Ministry of Finance, Planning and Economic Development has increased the budget for the next financial year by 3.4 trillion shillings, making it 44.7 trillion shillings. In January, the Ministry had proposed a budget of over 45 trillion shillings, but at the beginning of the month, it has reduced it to 41.2 trillion shillings and now it has been increased again. The Minister of State for Planning, David Bahati, says the changes in the budget have been caused by inclusion of 500 billion shillings to purchase COVID-19 vaccines, revamping of the meter-gauge railway and expected external financing. Yeah, it is true that yesterday we presented a agenda uh, which took care of the additional expenditures that were not captured on the 1st of April. And these are mainly uh, the vaccines of 495 billion, uh, which is going to cater for the vaccines uh, for both the first and second, uh, second dose of Ugandans to help us fight this pandemic of, of COVID. The new changes have also seen the budget for governance and security reduced from 7.7 trillion shillings to 6.9 trillion shillings. Human capital development will take 7.5 trillion shillings. Judiciary will take 3.73 trillion shillings. Legislature, 8.31 trillion shillings. Integrated transport and infrastructure, 5 trillion shillings. Agro-industrialization, 1.6 trillion shillings. The director, Budget Kenneth Mugambe, says that the changes in the security budget have been caused by the decision to separate the judiciary and legislature budget from the governance and legislature budget. First and foremost, we have agreed to split a program called governance, security and whatever and remove parliament and judiciary. So on account of that, the allocation of course for governance compared to the original allocation has gone down because now we have created separate programs for legislature and judiciary. The Minister of Energy has kicked off training of electricians with more skills of installing power in homes and commercial buildings. The training will commence today, Saturday, are to be conducted in seven government technical institutions including Nakawa Training Institute, Kichwamba Training Institute, Lira, Bushenyi, Masindi and Bushenyi Technical Institute. Energy Minister Dr. Mary Goretti Chituntu says they want to eliminate fire outbreaks caused by poor connections. You know, these people, much as their private practitioners, we are supposed to ensure that they do quality work. As you know, whenever there is a fire, they have always said it is electrical fire. And that's why we are ensuring that they are well trained. You know, many of them may have gone through the formal training, but the practical skills are very, very important. So what is being done now is to equip these technicians with the proper technical skills so that they are able to go into the industry and be able to contribute through the connection policy. The Chief Executive Director of Electricity Regulatory Authority, Engineer Ziria Tibarwa Wako, has warned electricians against engaging any legal power connections. National Drug Authority has closed 283 drug shops in Kampala and Wakiso in an operation conducted at the beginning of this month. NDA Central Region Manager William Tamale says during the operation, over six people were apprehended for operating drug shops and clinics illegally and 408 boxes of non-licensed medicines impounded. Tamale said there are a number of pharmacies operating illegally, but they are still waiting for President Yorim Museveni's guidance because he had halted their closure last year. Just prior to, I think, the lockdown in uh, last year, 2020, the president did issue a stay on his directive until he had met all the stakeholders. 
the meeting that was supposed to have taken place did not because of the COVID-19 lockdown. So the president's state directive is in force until we get subsequent communication. With that story, we have come to the end of the news around Uganda. My name is Doreen Nabanja. Enjoy your day.